Okay, good morning. So this is 15 Minutes with Blake. I'm your host, Blake Linklater, and with me today is Hanin Mansour-Faki. Did I even say that right? Yes, you did. You did a great job. Awesome. I appreciate it. Um, well, let's get right into it, Hanin. As we know, this is you know 15 Minutes with Blake. I like to keep them around 15 minutes or so. And so why don't you go ahead and tell me about yourself, tell the viewers about yourself, what you do, and how you got into it. Great. So thank you for having me, Blake. It's really a pleasure and honor to be here with you today. Um, so I've been in the education business for about 24 years. Uh, did it all between teaching and administration, coordinator, assistant principal, did the whole thing uh, for 24 years and taught many subjects as well. And when COVID hit, I realized that, you know, there is more that can be done. And um, our business, the educational field needs more help. We are getting really in big trouble that we do not have enough teachers in the classroom and we need to keep those teachers in the classroom. So I moved out of the uh, day job, which is was assistant principal, and starting my coaching company. And what I do right now is I'm helping educators overcome burnout so they can reignite their love to teaching and staying in the classroom and teaching those future generations. Cool. So is that like basically teacher, anybody in the education field? Anybody in the education field, educators, administrators, I work with everyone because everybody's burned out and it's been really a struggle. So I help all of them overcome that burnout of that teaching profession to love what they do and stay doing it and be able to promote that educational field and uh, grow together to ensure that our students getting the best education possible. Perfect. Cool. And, you know, I think it can apply to any field too. A lot of, uh, you know, financial advisors and that I work with and entrepreneurs, I've seen it all before. Like you get to the point of, uh, of burnout and working 60 hours, 70 hours a week, 80, yeah. and, and you have to learn, they have to learn to turn the gear, not off, but you have to turn the gear a little bit to, um, to do that. So that um, work-life balance is very important to keep our well-being in order for us to perform better. If we can't feel good, we can't perform to our excellence. Mm -hmm. It's very important that we keep that in mind and achieve that work-life balance in order to be able to um, do what we do best. Yeah, cool. So what's been your bit, you know, I always like to talk about in this, your biggest success, biggest failure, and like what you did to overcome it. So, or, or to get there. So let's, yeah. What's been your biggest success? Well, biggest success is actually being able to do that coaching as many educators around the nation as I can to be able to um, help them overcome all the struggles and stay in the classroom we have a big teacher shortage and me being able to be there for them and help them and to stay in the classroom, that I consider that the biggest success ever because that's helping generations to come. Um, but if I wanna talk about a specific examples, I have really you know, helped a lot of educators, administrators and previously um, to really perform 
at their best and mm -hmm. do what they do best. Like I just one story, I had a colleague of mine that I kept pushing her to be able to move on from her teaching position to go up to administrator because she was great. She was great at it. She was a great coach helping all the other teachers. She kept on telling me, honey, no, I can't do it. I'm scared. What if I'm not good at it? What if, what if, what if? And I started coaching her. And she's right now highest position in an administration. And she's great. And she's doing really well. And every time I talk to her, she's like, thank you for being there and believing in me and pushing me because I didn't even know that I can do it. And you saw that. So sometimes our own fears stop us from doing what we really can do. So having somebody there helping you overcome that fear to do what you really can is great. What do you think, um, what do you think the biggest fear is? Their biggest fear? Um, not being able to do it. You know, when you look at something and you feel like, wow, administration, that's a lot of big job. And she, I think she just didn't feel that she can do it. It's, it was like over her head and like, this is too much, a big responsibility. What if I, what if I fail? I'm like, don't say, what if I fail? You have to think, what if I really do it? You're actually doing everything without you knowing that you're actually doing it. You're helping other colleagues. You're helping other teachers. You're helping students. You're helping everybody, parents. So you're actually doing it. What is it? It's just the title. It doesn't really matter. You can actually do the job. And I think overcoming that fear that, wow, this is something big over my head is, is all it needs. Just believe in yourself. You can do it. Yeah. Um, do you think that's fear or self-doubt? Um, probably both. I think self-doubt is, is a fear that you have. Okay. You fall in the category of fear, like, what if I'm not good enough? What if, you know, I'm going to fail? They're going to fire me. I'm going to lose the job. Now I have something secure. You know, all of that comes to play. And, and they say, you know what? If I'm doing well right now, getting my paycheck, everything is good. I already know that. Why move on? But if you really can do more, why not? You know, that's what yeah. we don't think about. Okay. So how does one overcome that? I shouldn't say overcome because I think, and even earlier, you know, on an, another guest, we were talking about fear and overcome some like of their thing. And I don't know if you ever overcome it. I think you're always battling it. So how does one move past the self-doubt, move past the fear to a new fear? Because then again, but how do they get, how do they deal with it and move on and right. eventually it, you know, minimize it. You know, you know, Blake, you made a very important point, which is we don't really overcome it. It is there. It's good to have it. Fear is not bad as long as you can control it because that's what's going to keep pushing you to become better, to grow. That little fear in the back of your head that will tell you, you know, what if, what if, do better, do more, search and, and, and grow. But fear becomes a problem when it's actually stopping you from mm -hmm. what you want to do. That's when it really becomes a problem. So to really overcome that, um, there are two things that I think need to happen. One is a mind shift. You need to start working on that mind and shift it 
in order of instead of looking at the negative i can't do it i'm not gonna do well i'm gonna fail i am it's like okay what do i need to be able to do that once you have that shift then you start doing well but that shift does not just happen like that over time you need a coach you need somebody to walk you through it and help you to get through that you know because that fear as you said it's always going to be there and once you overcome one part of it another one shows up and probably a bigger one will show up so having someone along the way coaching you helping you believe in yourself it helps a lot and it all starts from within i can be here helping you all day trying to give you all the strategies and techniques and mind shift and all of that but if it doesn't start from inside then it doesn't really help so it's it's a balance between themselves and that coach that's with them to work together to be able to get there okay so what can what can they do you said it starts from inside and so that kind of struck me as what can they do to you know i guess what would be one suggestion or one step they can take to start to to step on the ladder and then notice it from inside and 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 confront that fear you know i'm smiling because i actually had a call with one teacher today and we were trying to see how i can help her and the first thing that she told me or one of the things that she told me was you know i also my trauma stopped me from being able to perform so she had to take a break for a couple years from teaching because she wasn't able to deal with it and i think that's one of the things that we have to look into it let's look inside what's happening inside why do we have that fear look at our trauma look at what happened with us before and until we break that and be able to deal with our i have you know somebody that called it a dragon <laughs> until we are able to deal with our own dragon we can't go out and deal with all of the outside factors that we go through so deal with your own dragon and then you'll be strong enough from the inside to deal with whatever comes on the outside how do you know what the dragon is well that takes work and that needs somebody to walk you through it you know you get your coach will help you through all those strategies and and mind shift and it needs a little bit of emotional tackling mental tackle you know it has all of that and try to walk down memory lane see what's happening why are you fearing that extra step what happened before you know there are a lot of techniques and and things that we can do to dive in and deep inside and see what's happening and once we can pinpoint what that dragon is then you can work your way out of it and you can conquer it but there are a lot of things you know like um therapy sessions that we can go through in order to find that out okay cool all right let's shift gears a little bit to you know more positive side or you know, you've been you've been quite successful in your your career you know throughout in in the education world and now in your coaching business what do you think you know what do you think's made you so successful or or helped you become as successful as, as you are you know we just said that it all starts from within right so being an educator myself 
I come from a family of educators. My father was an educator, my mother, my sister, my brother, we're all in that field. I guess we're born just that way, right? Yeah. That's our calling or something. So being an educator from a family of educator myself and having that experience of 24 something years within the education field, I have lived it, I've been through it. So when educators come and talk to me, I know the struggle, I've been through it. And that's why I can help them best. You know, if I was not a teacher, as much as I try to understand what they're going through, I probably can't really picture it because I haven't been there. So it's the same like idea of, if you are in pain, if you haven't, if I haven't had that, if I haven't broken a bone before, I really can sympathize, but I can't really understand how much pain that is because I haven't experienced it. The fact that I've been there, I experienced that. I'm an educator myself and still am and will always be. <laughs> um, I think I can understand that and help them better. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right, we're coming up to, towards the end here. Um, you know, what's one or let's say what's two or three, the most, what's the most important action step my listeners can take, but what's two or three things that they can do, you know, to really, if they're having self-doubt or if they're, you know, they're, or if they're burnt out, you know, what's one or two items they can do um, to, to help overcome that burnout and, and that fear and self-doubt and whatnot and whatnot. Thank you for that question. Um, that's a very important one. The most important thing they can do, do not isolate yourself. Do not just sit in that burnout and burn yourself down because that's not going to help. Collaborate, reach out to colleagues, to people that can help you, to groups, Facebook groups of teachers. There's a lot out there, ideas and help that you can get that you don't have to feel it alone. And you're definitely not alone. So to all the educators out there, you're not alone. If you're feeling that way, you're not the only one. Reach out. It's what if they're afraid to reach out? Like, I think a lot of people when they, you know, we, you know, mental health has been a topic on, it's all in the news now. And, and I think a lot of people are afraid to reach out. And I think exactly. on the other end, like if I'm there and say you're burnt out, how do I notice that someone or what can I as a friend, a colleague, whatever, and, you know, innocent bystander, you know, what can I do to encourage or to help kind of prod the bear, you know? Right. Actually, I was going to go to that next is that um, there are specific signs that you can see isolation being one of them that educated do not want to participate in anything that involves the school. They just come from that time to that time and just want to be at the door. Once they stop, once you see those signs, you know that that educator is, is burned out. And if that educator does not reach out, it's our duty as colleagues or administrators to go and reach out to them and see, okay, what's going on? What do you need help with? I think the mo the reason why they do not talk about it is judgment. The fear of being judged that, oh, you're not a good teacher. That's why you're burned out or evaluation because evaluate teacher evaluations are big in schools as well. So 
do not, I do not, as a teacher, as a burnout, I do not want to be seen weak or judged that way as a sign of weakness. So I just try to hide it. But the more I hide it, the weaker I'm going to become. So let's just overcome it so you can excel. And that's never judged. We're all burned out. And if anybody tell you they're not, they're probably hiding it as well. So we're all burned out. Reach out to colleagues. Reach out to people that are in the same domain, whether you're a teacher or not. There's a lot of help out there. Just go get it. Okay, cool. I think that was awesome. That, that was helpful. So, you know, awesome. Lastly, you know, how can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out, if they, if they feel they're burnt out, or if they want to have a conversation with you? How can they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, they can have, they can go to my Facebook. My Facebook is actually my name, exactly, Hanin Mansour Fiki, um, or my Instagram, and they can message me that way. Um, I also have a Facebook group for helping educators overcome burnout. It's called Helping Educators Overcome Burnout. So just go and try to join that group and I'll be there more than happy and ready to help all the educators out there, administrators that feel that burnout. Let's tackle that now before the school year starts so we can just avoid it altogether instead of just overcome it. Let's just avoid it. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Hanin. You know, um, it's been a pleasure. Um, totally appreciate it. Thank you so much, Blake, for having me. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you. Thank you. As always, I'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You know, if you have some comments, just, just post them below. You can hit me up on all social media platforms. Uh, just add Blake link later. And again, you know, feel free to share, like, and subscribe. Uh, to it so that we can spread the word and continue to help um, more entrepreneurs, more educators, and more people um, with their goals and more. Thank you again. Thank you.